For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with Sam Brewski, and welcome to Hoop Ball Grizz. Sorry about the long delay. We've been away for a little while. Life has been crazy. My work schedule's been nuts. And, you know, unless you live under a rock, you already know yeah. about everything else that's been going on. We're not going to really dig into it a whole lot, but we cannot do a show about basketball without mentioning it because it would be a disservice to his legacy. Um, so rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi, and thoughts and prayers out to... All the families that were involved in that crash, obviously there were more than just uh, Kobe and Gigi on the helicopter. So there, there are a lot of families, a lot of people affected by this. Oh, we'll leave it at that. We're not really going to go any further. There's been, been plenty of coverage from everywhere. And so if there's anything that you want to know about it, you're not really going to find it here. No, That's not, there's not what we're There's plenty of but, information out there. Yeah. I just want to say my one thing. Rip Kobe, rip Gigi, everybody involved. It's a bad thing, but just rip. Yep. All right. So we are live post game after an interesting ending to the <laughs> Grizzlies versus Knicks. <laughs> to say the least. Uh Alfred Payton thought that he wanted the spo smoke. I'm not sure that he oh. did. That was a cheap move. I I don't know. So I will say this. I can see his frustration, right? The The Grizzlies were up, was it like 18 at this point when Jay Crowder it, it made the steal? It was crazy. It, was, it wasn't ugh, yeah, bad situation. But yeah, it, it was. Like, Jay Crowder didn't have to shoot that three, but it was still that, like, Alfred Payton's reaction. There was, there was uh, a minute left, so it's not like they're going to run the clock. Just let Jay yeah. shoot it. He's probably going to miss it anyway, but... Yeah, he wasn't shooting the ball back tonight. No. He actually had a decent Well, that's night. true, but... Crowder had been slumping pretty, pretty hard. Uh, you know, he, he set out a couple games, but prior to those couple games of setting out, he had been on the struggle bus. So he could have missed it, definitely, but, yeah, that was uh, a little more energy at the end of the game <sighs> than what I'd like to see. I tell you, I didn't think Alfred Payton was like that, but, gosh, that disappointed me. I've Man. been a fan... I've been a fan. I, I guess technically I still but man, come on. Grow up. Yeah, frustration will get the best of you, man. It does. And that, that team has been, I don't even know the, the right word to use to describe that team. Poo -poo. There, there's been a lot, of, a lot of turmoil, a lot of just the rotation for the guards that they have there. There's just a lot of yeah. junk. They, they can't figure out who's going to do what and who's getting where and Yada, yada, yada. So it's been, man, it's New York. That franchise has not been good since the 90s. 
Patrick Ewing, John Starks, Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley. They they haven't been good since then. Mm-hmm. They, they've had some teams where they've been competitive, but they have not been a legitimate title contender, even though Jordan kept them from really being a title contender, even in those days. Yep. But they, they've been rough, so I, I can only imagine the uh, the frustration for those guys. There so. was there was even chance of sell the team tonight from the crowd. Did you, you know that? Well, there's a lot of people that are not happy with Dolan. Yeah, and it's I was having a conversation the other day with a guy, and he was trying to blame it on the uh, president of basketball operations. And I'm like, man, you can try to to pass the blame on to whoever you want. But at the end of the day, if there's somebody making bad decisions in that company, mm. Dolan is the one that decides mm-hmm. who is in that position. So for me, it's Dolan. No, anyway, this is not a Knicks podcast. Nope, I'm, I'm not going to keep talking about the Knicks. We're going to run to uh, final score of the game. We didn't even give that yet. It's uh, Grizzlies 127, Knicks 106. Grizzlies improved to 500. They're part of the 500 club. What? Let's go. Cannot believe it. Uh they their record twenty four and twenty four right now. They are three games up on the Spurs for the eighth in the eighth seed. They have a three game lead for the eighth seed. It's and, the quest for thirty five. Man, they are looking more and more like that's gonna be uh, a possibility for sure. It's not possibility. I told the future. Uh whatever. We'll see. Uh, Jay Crowder, we'll run through some stats real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll get you some other goodies. Jay Crowder, uh, 18 points, 7 rebounds. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., he was in foul trouble. Not a good night from him. He only had 10 points tonight. The Wildebeest, 12, 13, and 4 assists. Dylan Brooks had 27. He has been uh, on a tear lately. We'll go into that a little bit later. John Morant, 18 points, 10 assists. Two steals and a block. Brandon Clark and Tyus Jones both coming up big off the bench. BC had 17, 5, 3 steals and a block. Tyus contributed 12 points and 4 assists. And we had a Josh Jackson sighting. For 5 minutes. Not even really. Okay, so I'm not going to give 5 minutes because the last minute and a half of that was junk time. But we we've seen Marco Gudrich. Why? Why do we need to see more of him? You call Josh Jackson up. Well, just, let, let's just see what Josh... Marco Gudrich played like 11 or 12 minutes tonight. I don't know what he played in the game last night, but it was right around... It was about 12 minutes. Just, just stop it. Quit. Quit. They even played that... Uh, oh, John Conchar. Conchar, yeah. And he's a two-way player. I don't... So, let me... Back up just a second. I don't hate Goodrich, but Goodrich has had a rough go. He is a rookie. Don't forget that Goodrich is a rookie, but he hasn't really shown anything. You know, he got quite a bit of playing time at the beginning of the year, and then it fell off as it should. DeAnthony Melton got some playing time, and all of Goodrich minutes went to Melton as they should. But right now, like, you call Josh Jackson up. Let's see what he can do. I don't know what the plan is with this front office. The the whole, the everything, this whole crap with Josh Jackson, there's not been a clear, concise, 
Josh Jackson did make the comment that everything has moved along as the front office said it would. But the thing is, none of us know what was said or what, you know, like it just seems like there was zero plan of they're just like flying by the seat of their pants to keep giving us the fluff answers of, oh, he's doing everything that we're asking him to do. He's doing everything we're asking him to do. And they, they gas him up. But then we don't really hear anything. And then I was surprised. I see the tweet from Grizzlies PR where he was uh, recalled after we got the news on Grayson Allen and the hip injury. Grayson's had some rough luck this year. He, he can't seem to stay healthy. I don't think that's a long-term issue for him. It doesn't seem, you know, he didn't have any problems in college. The the hip thing, just a rough fall, ankle thing, stuff like that happens. I don't think he's going to be an injury-prone player. But anyway, I digress. Josh Jackson, I, I see the, the tweet from Grizzlies PR, and I had to stop and read it again because I thought I was seeing crap. I'm like, what? Okay, all right, I did read that right. It is Grizzlies recall Josh Jackson. And then we were at the game last night, and I'm like, all right, let's see him. Let's, let's see Josh Jackson against the Nuggets. Grizzlies managed to win that game. Against a good Nuggets team. A good Nuggets team. No Jamal but Murray. They but. did not yet. And and you can love or hate Plumlee, but he's a big impact guy he, on that he team. He makes a difference. Paul Millsap was out. So the Denver was not healthy, but they're still a good team. That's mm-hmm. a deep team. Oh, yeah. And so I, I'm i happy with that win because Denver's a, you know, they're, they're a top, in my opinion, a top three team in the West. And at the the end of the year, I think you're going to see them. You know, they're they're, they're going to be battling. They're going to be right there. I think top three. It wouldn't surprise me if they sneak into the two seed. I don't know that they're going to pass the Lakers and get to that one seed, but that Denver is deep enough. They're good enough that they can be the the two seed, three seed at worst. I was you know. about to say they're guaranteed two. I would say. I don't, yeah, I don't know about a guaranteed for two. The, the ooh, West, the, the upper part of the West is. Well, pretty I tough. didn't think about that, but I don't. But, know. I don't guaranteed know. I mean, two, three. There we go. Either way, it's, it's a good win beating the Nuggets. They are they're no doubt one hundred percent a playoff team. Grizzlies beat them. Mm-hmm. They took care of business. So, but no, Josh Jackson. That's how I, so I went down down that whole rabbit trail. But we saw Conchar, we saw Goodrich. And then tonight, it's Goodrich coming off the bench, and I'm like, okay, when are we gonna see Josh Jackson? And then he played four minutes, and it wasn't in, in the was it the first half? Yeah, first half, second quarter, and then he didn't play again until the end of the game. Until they put him in for those free throws. Yeah, when Jay Crowder got ejected after Alfred Payton was trying to get the beat down. Um, Morris. The, uh, Morris went over and he, yeah, he, he shoved, shoved Ja, and then Jonas went over there and was like, hey, what's your deal? And then he said something to Yeah, I don't Jonas know that he was like, hey, I, what's your deal? It was <laughs> probably a little more heated than that. But. I'm just, just saying, just <laughs> We're saying. paraphrasing. We're paraphrasing. He said something. <laughs> he said something, and, it's just, and I was just thinking, I was like, Morris, you don't want that, man. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, you don't, that's a Lithuanian nightmare right there. You you don't want it. Anyway. Yeah, so it, it's, um. I don't know what they're doing with Josh Jackson. I, I tweeted it saying the other day because Anthony saying he had been the uh, at the forefront of the free Josh Jackson movement. 
And I'm like, all right, the free Josh Jackson hashtag is gone now. And it's not. It's really uh, not. He's he, called up to the Grizzlies, but I'm not even going to give five minutes. Nope. No, he didn't. He played four minutes. And I don't like, please just stop giving Gudrich minutes. Like, just quit. Quit. Stop giving him. You you made the trade for Josh Jackson. And obviously, the centerpiece of that trade was not Josh Jackson. It was DeAnthony Melton. But you got him. If you're not going to move him, see what you can get out. See what you have. And playing four minutes a game is not it. Maybe they see something in Goodrich and they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give him another round. I, I have no problem with a guy earning minutes, but right now you made that call up and Grayson Allen's down. Jay Crowder has missed some time. DeAnthony Melton is missing some time right now. You've got guys that are rotation guys that are missing time. Let's see what Josh Jackson can do. That's all I want. Just put him in, let him play 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes, see what happens. That'd be great. That'd be good for me. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah, it's... um, I, I just wish that there was more cut and dry of this is why. And maybe they don't have it. Maybe Maybe we're sick of hearing the generic, you know, let's gas him up answers. But maybe they don't have a clear, you know, this is what we're looking for and this is what we expect. And I'm certain that there has to be something, but it may not be anything that ever gets brought out to the public that we know, hey, this is what they were looking for. This is what he had to do to get to this point. And then now to step up from there, he has to do this. And it was it was funny comment. <laughs> oh man, I loved it. So on Twitter when the <laughs> fight broke out, there was <laughs> somebody posted and uh, I think it was saying he posted a guy just kind of standing there blinking in his eyes when he's like Josh Jackson when the action breaks out. <laughs> and everybody's like there were people like don't go Josh, it was a test. It was a test and then he got a he got to come in to shoot the free throws. So, man, I don't know. I you know, I'm I'm gonna say this. At the beginning of the year, when Sane was making this push for Josh Jackson to get called up, and saying that he should have came to camp, he should have been with the team. I was not on that. I wasn't on that team. I was not. I wasn't either because of the things that Josh Jackson had done. And I know I'm aware that it's not like the G league is not a rehab. Like I know that, but it's a young core and toxic locker rooms, toxic people in a locker room can do damage to a young core. And I didn't know enough about Josh Jackson to be like, okay, I'm all right with this guy being in the locker room. I think that you had, veteran presence in there and Jay Crowder, Kyle Anderson, Jonas Valanciunas, you had guys in there that would probably squash that stuff before it ever blew up. But I was not on the, I wasn't on the free Josh Jackson side. Like let him, let's see if he can keep it together. 
and then give him a chance. But then as the year progressed and it you, you watch, especially when the Grizzlies were struggling, it's like, all right, man, he's down there. And he's uh, he's averaging 20 points a game, and he's doing everything that you guys are asking him to do, and nothing. We got crickets. So now he's here, and it was probably, I can't tell you an exact date of when I switched sides on that, but it wasn't just a blind hatred of Josh Jackson. I just, you can only, a lot of times when you base your opinion off of a situation, off of a person, you base it off of the information that you have. The information that we had on Josh Jackson was not really the basketball side of it. Josh Jackson is number four pick. Did he live up to it? Not really. He produced. You know, he he did. He was not a non-productive player but he wasn't a lottery pick he didn't have lottery pick production he was not a perennial all-star you didn't see the flashes of upside that you know that he has there's plenty of reasons why we we probably didn't see that I can't give you an exact one the coaching changes the team around him there's a lot of stuff there so it wasn't a basketball question for me it was a personality question for me with your young stars, do you want to risk it having somebody that's had a troubled pass around these young stars? Grizzlies front office said no. Some people agree with it. Some disagree. I'm just glad that Josh Jackson is up right now. I want to see him get playing time because I don't think calling him up and leaving him buried on the bench playing five garbage minutes against the Knicks, I don't think that's it. You're you're not gonna see what he can or cannot do playing no garbage production. minutes against the Knicks. It's um That's not enough time. No, not at all. So we're gonna like Dylan, I, I mentioned Dylan was on a tear. We're gonna move away from Josh Jackson. I could run this entire podcast and talk about how much I want to see Josh Jackson get the playing time right now, especially with the guys that are down. Like if DeAnthony Melton's healthy, do I want to see Josh Jackson over DeAnthony Melton? Man, not really. I don't. No. I mean, I, I know what I, I've watched DeAnthony Melton, what he can bring to the table. Mr. Do Something. Yeah. He, as he Brevin is, calls him. He is always going to be out there getting in, you know, defensively. He's getting in the work. He, he's disruptive. He's going to be doing something positive for the team. But th- there's plenty of guys that are getting minutes that you can you can work Josh Jackson in there. Give him the time. Back to Dylan. You all know that I have, at times this year, given Dylan the business because of just lack of consistency. But maybe he's turned the corner here. It sure seems like he's turned the corner. Over the last six games, Dylan Brooks is averaging 22.5 points a game, and he's shooting 50% from the field. Is this going to be the new norm for him? Is Dylan Brooks going to be at 20 points? Like, he's averaging 16 points a game on the year. And that's, you know, from the, the inconsistency. Do you think Dylan Brooks moving forward is going to be a 20 points a game guy? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh, that's tough to say because the inconsistencies, as you said. 
But I'm going to go out on him. Yes, I don't think he'll consistently shoot 52% like he's doing. But I could see Dylan doing that. They need a consistent score, and he's definitely doing it right now. So He is. He's, he's doing everything. In that six-game stretch, the Celtics game, he was almost invisible. He was like one for six. Didn't score a whole lot in that game. They only had four players out there. It was um, it was not good, and and that's kind of you know, you're gonna have those games. But I I've said it all along. If Dylan can come out and score 15 a game, I would be happy with it. And he's been averaging 16 all year, but it's been 36, 24, five. You know that it's just been it fluctuates up down up down <laughs> up down up down. I don't expect him to pour in 30. Oh no! You know, That'd like be awesome I, I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting 30 points tonight from Dylan Brooks, and and the biggest thing that makes me like Dylan Brooks is his defense. He, I don't even, I don't have to talk about that. If you've listened to any episodes, you know how I feel about defense. Uh, Dylan Brooks on the defensive end of the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see him maybe turning that corner. Th- there was. Plenty of talks about trades to get uh, an elite wing score. Maybe not giving up this draft pick so they can draft a kid from Georgia because maybe he's the answer. And I'll say, I said it before, I'll say it again. I don't know that the Grizzlies are missing an elite wing score right now. Dylan Brooks can shoot it from the outside. He can create his own shot off of the dribble. Sometimes he gets tunnel vision. That's a little scary. I don't like that. But he I he fits the mold of what you need. Right now he's fitting that mold. And I just want to see good decisions from him. When when he is in score the ball mode and he gets the tunnel vision, it gets scary because then it's Dylan Dylan against the world. Like it, one v five. And he don't care who else is there. Mm-hmm. When he gets tunnel vision, I get frustrated. And I want to throw my remote through my TV. I want to scream in his ear and be like, bro, there's other people on your team. There's four other people on your team. But it's not. It's been few and far between in this, this stretch. The Grizzlies are 11-3 and three in January. Possibly 12-3. and three, But... They're 500 right now. They go to New Orleans on Friday. Zion versus Ja, one versus two. New Orleans has been playing well. Yeah. As of late. This is going to be an interesting game. Man, I didn't even think about that. It's going to be an important game. I I didn't pull up what the Pelicans record has been. But even prior to Zion coming back, the Pelicans have been playing good basketball. Yeah, they won like... Was it like eleven? Man, you can throw, you could pull a number out of your butt, and I wouldn't be able to agree or disagree with you. But I know they were doing really, really good there. Drew's finally getting stuff going. I realize that Zion's playing. Zion's back. Yeah, but Lonzo Ball has been. Brandon Ingram's been playing well all year. 
Derek Favors had a healthy stretch. He's out right now, isn't he? No, he played last night. Did he, he didn't. Okay. Have, he didn't have super great numbers. Is he day to day? Is that what he? He may not be day to day, but he's either he, way. He was like, the other day. He played last night, night before, whenever it was. Pelicans are getting healthy. Grizzlies, not so much healthy, but they've been playing good ball. Um, they're not not far from healthy. Your your big guys are healthy right now, and we'll see. It, it's in New Orleans. You never know. The Grizzlies play good on the road, man. They do. And this is going to be... Jaron Jackson is going to have his hands full in this game. Uh, JV kind of worries me. He's Yeah. In this game, honestly, yeah. I don't like... Well, you remember the last game that we watched. That was before Zion. That was the Martin mm-hmm. Luther King game. Yeah. And that... Uh, be- Melly. Yeah, but he's not since Zion's back, he's not been playing all that much. No, he's not, but still. But it's just I'm just the, saying the defense with that. So the the last game that they played against the Pelicans, the Pelicans Favors was out. Mm-hmm. Um did Jackson Hayes play in that game? Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Either, either way. He did. You only tore him up. He he didn't do much of tearing nothing up in no, that game. He, he got his ass me. kicked no, in that no. game. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Like he could muscle those guys. He must. He did. He pushed Jackson Hayes around. But so. it sh- it should have been that game. Should have been a wildebeest freaking feast. Is what it should have yeah, been. Should have been. And it was not. It was not at all. He was playing back. Melly was just busting through. I don't even remember how many points Melly scored. 15. But he didn't score that many. But Jonas was playing way too far and back. Drew and he has a he has a tendency to do that mm-hmm. against guys that can shoot the long ball. Yep. He'll play too far off of them, and they'll just knock the three down. And again, I have to keep my remote strapped to the table so I don't throw them through my TV because that crap. Because oh. Drew had a career, tied his career high in threes with seven, and yeah. we talked about that. In the, yeah, yeah. The, it, it was, it was, it was. A, that was. I remember Jonas pushing Hayes out of the way, and their other guy that they had out there. I don't even remember who it was now. But yeah, he didn't have he, a great yeah. game. He was, he, he didn't have it. But I remember the play you're talking about. Like he muscled him around mm-hmm. for an offensive rebound and put it back in. But you know that to me in that matchup. It could have easily been a 2010 game, or it should have oh, been, it should have been yeah. a 2010 game for JV. Or 2020, even. Because they, they didn't have anybody to rival him down low. But, um, you know, the credit to the Pelicans, they had a good game plan, and they kept the floor stretched, and it didn't really allow JV to do what, uh, what he does. he's capable of doing. So, I don't know. We're heading to New Orleans. New Orleans beat Memphis. At Memphis in the last matchup, who knows where this one goes. The the Grizzlies definitely have their work cut out for them, and they didn't go a lot of rest. They they lost an hour traveling to New Orleans, or not to New, New Orleans, York. to New York, and now they go to New Orleans. They get a day of rest in between there. We'll see. Brevin looked tired. Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, I can't even, like, that. that's got to be rough. Man. So they, they finished the game last night. What around nine, and then you fly out to New York. You probably you get lo- there. You lose an hour, so they get there at and one. It's actually two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lot of travel. 
a lot of ups and downs and probably not a whole lot of sleep in that. Mm-mm. But anyway, that that's it. Well, again, the final score of tonight's game is uh, 127-106. Grizzlies improved to 24-24. and Still holding on to that eight seed. And we're going to be back on the back on the horse, back in the saddle, guys. We're going to be coming at you. Uh, was it Friday's the next game? Friday is the next game. Yep, Pelicans. Yep. We will um, we'll get you a, a post game for Friday's game, and then we'll get a weekly preview in this weekend. Maybe have a guest working on it, trying to get another guest in for the weekend. Schedules are tough. Logistics, trying to get guests scheduled. Uh, Struggle we, is real. We will work that out. We're gonna make it happen. Oh, that's all I got for today. I think, Sam, you got anything else? I do. I've got a JV fun fact. I was going to uh, save it. I was going to save it. Look at him. He's stepping it up. I was going to let him off I'm, easy today. Uh, with everything that happened this week, I was I was saving this one, and I was just it. The odds of this happening is crazy with with Kobe and everything. And I was like, I'm doing this one. This one's good. So back. And believe it was November of 2015. Jonas was still with uh, the Raptors. And I remember this because I worked on a riverboat then. And I was actually watching this game while I was out there. And Jonas went up to dunk the ball, lay it in or whatever. And Kobe actually went up to block his shot and broke his hand. <laughs> and... Jonas was like, oh, my hand, you know, blah, they go down. They called a foul. They called on, I think they actually called it on Roy Hibbert or whatever. Anyway, they pull Jonas out. Jonas goes to the back. They, like, yeah, your hand's broken. They, you know, put it in a cast, and Kobe felt bad about it. So Kobe went back there and signed it, and I actually have a picture of his cast here, and it says, sorry for the break, my brother. Stay strong, Kobe, number 24, and... Oh, that's pretty cool. I thought that would be pretty cool for yeah the JV fun fact. JV fun fact. I think you got the uh, foul wrong because I don't think Roy Hibbert ever played in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, he did. Did he really? Yeah. That must have been like he was well on the downhill slide. He of his was. Career. Okay. Yeah, because that uh, that was yeah. the year I actually got to go see Kobe and Roy Hibbert was. Uh, okay. Was there, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to doubt your uh your fact there, but I was like, did Hibbert ever? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't remember him playing in Los Angeles. Hibbert's career was basically over at that point anyway. So. Yep. All right. So you done? You got anything else? Yep, that's it. Nope, that's all? That's all it. Right. So, guys, you can find the show at Hootball Grizz. This is on Twitter. I didn't even say it. Find us on Twitter at Hootball Grizz. <laughs> I am at D. I was Will. waiting. <laughs> 2111 Sam is It is Sammy B 1118 that's a capital S lowercase a m m y capital B 1118 All right thanks for listening until next time go grizz go grizz yay guys This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.